0: Now, we've been talking about salt to uh, several of our listeners over the last uh, couple of days, but let's find out the real story now, because I'm glad to be joined by Laurent O'Reilly, who is a nutritionist. Lauren, good morning to you. Good
1: morning, Fran. How are you?
0: And it's great to talk to you again. I presume you've been following this story about uh, what Luke O'Neill is saying following his experience in Montevideo. Um, what do you make of that, the notion of banning salt from the restaurant tables to begin with, Lauren.
1: Yes, it, it, it does seem a bit extreme, to be honest with you. I think the first, and, and, and let's look at, I suppose, what you're, they're doing over in Uruguay. Um, so, I suppose, the first thing they're doing is, is they're, they're trying to give, I suppose, provide them the information, provide the health promotion information out to everybody to make it accessible. And then they're actually giving a tax incentive to restaurants uh, to remove the, the sole sellers, from the tables as well as having reduced salt options on their menu there as well. Um, So there's a lot of, excuse me, there's a lot of incentives there. Um, I suppose, look, it does seem a little bit extreme in the sense of, you know, banning salt without, first of all, within Ireland, eh, providing people with the information as to the dangers of salt, the sources of salt in your diet, how much salt should we be having per day. And I suppose I I call that informed consent. Mm. When people understand, oh, God, salt is bad for me. This is what it can do to me. These are the foods that I might find it in. This is how much I'm meant to be having. Then it it gives people the option and the power and the choice to be able to make that health. Change in behaviour and then like, start with that, monitor that, and then you can monitor the levels of, I suppose, heart related conditions and, and other uh, ailments that, as uh, suppose, excess souls can arise in. You know, um, so it's, it's start, I think it's, it should start with providing the information mm. to, to people, and hopefully, I can. I can help provide some of that, and, and, uh, and I today. hope you
0: will. I suppose the, the the main thing out of this, and the good thing out of this, is here we are having a conversation about our use of salt. So that has to be a good thing. Tell yeah. us, tell us uh, so, something about it then. Why why is it so bad for us, Lorraine?
1: Okay, so that's lots of. I could spend an hour on the phone to talking about salt, but I suppose look, number one, we do need a small amount of salt in our diet. Mm. It's, it's required for water balance, the nerve contract, uh, muscle contraction, nerve, uh, sending messages between our nerves, and that sort of thing there as well. We so you only require a very, very small amount of it. Um, so, about four to six grams per day, which is a bit, almost a teaspoon. Of salt wow. is all that we really need per day. And I think the research has found that we're closer to um, 10 grams per day. So we're massively exceeding that. But that's not to any fault of our own. You know, we might add a little, you know, dash of salt into our dinner and that mm. sort of thing there as well. Um, but it is hidden in, in a lot of foods. I suppose going into some of the um, things can are, that can arise as a result of too much salt in our diet. So just to make people think twice before adding it to our food, is it, it can increase our, our risk of high blood pressure, heart disease, and stroke. Uh, it can cause calcium losses in our body then as well. But so you know, even in ter- terms of our bone density, um, increased risk of osteoporosis and that sort of thing there as well. Um, and then there's, there's actually been a, a link to stomach cancer, kidney disease as well. So not to scare anyone on on mm. the air here today, but mm. it can you know excess salt in our body can have a, such negative consequences, which is why right. I think. But, but I, guess, I guess
0: the the conditions you're speaking about there that would be excess salt <laughs> over a long period of time. I exactly. suppose. Would, would, would it, Yeah.
1: It would indeed. Yeah. But it be, that's a habitual thing. Yes. A lot. Of, I think we're all guilty of it going down on the table, we're having to yeah. we taste the food and then we're just kind of add, adding salt to it um, and a lot of chefs will be insulted by, is, is, is there no flavour in my food? Oh, it's also an automatic habit that we get into. I suppose if the salt isn't there for us to reach for it um, then you know we can get also equally get into the habit of not adding salt to our food, if that makes sense mm. then as well.
0: Are, are, um, we, are we tasting our food properly if we're sprinkling salt all over it?
1: I don't think so. I don't think so. And there's, there's lots of, you know, even in terms of the, the, the types of salt, I did a bit of a look at on it. There are different. you've got your table salt, you've got your fine salt and your, your granules of salt, kosher salt, pink salt. And that's like, it's salt, salt. Um, so it, it, as it turns out, of course so it's the sodium content of the salt that we need to be conscious of. It's the sodium that causes the high blood pressure. Um, so the, the table salt, it, as it turns out, coarse salt is better for you than fine salt.
0: Is that like <laughs> okay. sea salt, is it?
1: So exactly. So you can get sea salt as well. Coarse salt, so big, coarse table. table salt has taken all the good stuff out of it. If you Ideally, it's sea salt we should be going for. Mm. Um because they've, they've they've actually refined it so much to make it glowing white, your table, your table salt there as well. The best salt of the last actually, is, a, is called kosher salt. Um, and kosher salt just doesn't have the iodine, but that has the lowest level of sodium in it.
0: Kosher okay, so as... Kosher as, salt. Okay, all
1: right. Yeah, okay. yeah, so kosher salt. And then people go, oh, this pink Himalayan salt, that, that sounds kind of good for me, you know. Mm. Now, it does have more minerals in it, uh, it still has the sodium levels. It's almost equal in terms of your regular salt. But it's got it's got iron, it's got calcium, it's got pe- uh, potassium, it's got magnesium. So if you are going to add salt to your meals, that, that's one of the ones then as well. Mm. Um, but I, I suppose there's a few things that we can look at here. We can look at what are the adult requirements? What are the children's requirements as well? Because there's, there's some foods on the market which I'll actually go through in a minute. You'll be absolutely shocked that have such huge amounts of, of, of uh, salt in them, and that we might be giving them to the kids and that sort of thing there wow. as well. So, like,
0: like what, Lauren?
1: Okay, let's go. Let's let's jump to it. Hmm. Uh, so keep in mind, an adult requirement is around four to six grams per day. Uh, for a one-year-old, for a one-year-old, you're looking at one gram a day one to three two two grams a day, uh, four to six years, three grams a day, and then it goes up to eleven years, six grams a day. Um so that that's 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 our upper limit and that can come in so easy. So let's look at some of these foods, okay? So we are looking at our kind of our processed foods, our long life foods. Keep in mind traditionally salt was always used to preserve traditionally used to preserve food before we had refrigerators mm. back mm. in the day. But we don't we have refrigerators now, so there's no real need for it. Um, takeaway food, sauces um, are, are cured and processed. meats, <clears throat> are soups, particularly tinned, tinned food, tinned soups, packet soups, um, and uh, some breads and that sort of thing there as well. So I dove in a little bit and I was like, right, let's find out. Cereals are getting a bad rep, but I actually went in and I looked at all the cereals and they're below, the, they're in the safe level. Okay, uh, an unnamed white uh, sliced pan, Came in at 0.7 grams, which isn't which isn't too bad. Keep in mind, a low salt is less than 0.3 grams, and a high salt is higher than 1.5 grams. It's important to highlight that yes. before I go through the food. Yes. Um, so white bread is 0.7, which is kind of in between. In between, it's not too bad. Um, the slim breads unbranded, um, uh, is one gram, and this is per hundred grams. Uh, Breaded cod, you know, those cod fillets. Mm. You're looking at mm. one gram per one hundred grams then as well. The lasagna then, uh, the lasagna came up at one point nine. This is a this is a ready meal. You know the ones that you get from yes, the I microwave stuff. Well. Yeah. Uh, lasagna, one point seven nine close so to one one point eight oh wow. grams per one hundred grams. So that's that's quite high. Wow. You think a little yes. innocent tiny teeny weeny lasagna. Or a spag balls Your spag mm. ball you get you know, this is this is production line stuff. By far, is uh, two grams per one hundred gram of of oh, sp- spaghetti God bolognese,
0: God. That, uh, um, and uh, that's not sprinkling anything. That's that's there that's not in, before in you the... add
1: any sauce. Wow, that's already in it. Uh, ready, ready-made beef dinner. This is this. No, this is a microwavable job, not a fresh version now as well. Keep mm. in mind, they keep they keep it on the shelf as long as they can. Uh, ready-made beef dinner is one point six six grams per one hundred grams. Um, you know, uh, if we're, where where was it? One. I'm so sorry. I love smoked salmon. I love it. Mm. Two point four grams what? per one hundred grams in smoked salmon. And people and I'm just there. Oh, god, oh my god! I, I regret looking this up now. I'm joking. Um, your instant instant noodles—they're terrible for you. Any anyway, highly processed. The one—the one, you, the one that kind of, that you add the boiling water to. Yes. Two point nine grams. Oh no. Per one hundred grams of salt, then as well. So it's kind of there. Look, it, yeah. it, I've always kind of said it. You know, if, if you make something fresh from home, you know what's in it. Um, and, and keep in mind you know, if you're giving these, these foods to little kiddies, and that sort of thing there as well, you know, their body just can't cope with with, with that amount of salt then as well. So well
0: as, a, as I say, Lorraine, at, at, at the very least, we're having a conversation. I mean, some of that exactly. is blowing me away here, because to be honest with you, I'm very fond of those sort of pot noodle type things, but like two point yeah. two point nine, you said, was it? 2.9
1: in oh. the pot. 2.4 smoked salmon, 100 grams smoked salmon. And I, uh,
0: I, I always thought that was relatively good for you.
1: Um, yeah, so it, it's kind of, they, what blew me away was the ball. Uh mm. the 2.08, and that's, they're kind of, you know, I wouldn't recommend people purchase them, I actually working quality control and food manufacturer before, <laughs> in another life, uh, so I've, I've kind of seen what goes into them, and also in terms of, you know, late but the... the Larger the quantity of ingredients on the label, the more processed it's going to be. Um, keep in mind when to keep it on the shelf for longer. And also the, the price is reflective of the quality of the food. So if somebody's making a profit on a 1. Yeah. euro fifty lasagna... Yeah. or a spag ball. You can be sure that they don't have the best quality ingredients going into them there as well. You know, it's not right. a Michelin style
0: and, and, meal for and, you. another cynic on the show today. Lorraine, <laughs> Lorraine thank you so much <laughs> for your you. time this morning. Thank you. Bye-bye, know. That's care. Lorraine O'Reilly there, nutritionist, speaking to us about salt. Wow. Uh, we'll take a break. Back in a moment.